So you've done all the hard work. You've shot your video. You've edited it. You've created a great thumbnail. You've uploaded it and it's got an amazing title. Just waiting for those views, right? Well, that's wrong. The work doesn't stop at the upload. Let's find out why on this episode of Tube Talk. Welcome to Tube Talk, the show dedicated to helping you become a better video creator so you can get more views, subscribers, and build your audience. Brought to you by vidIQ. Download for free at vidIQ.com. And welcome to another episode of Tube Talk. My name is Liron Segev. I am your host, a tech blogger, a YouTuber, and the director of customer success here at vidIQ. Every day, I help creators big and small really understand their channel, understand their strategy, understand their vision, and level up to get those subscribers and those views. A common mistake I see with a lot of YouTubers is that they think that the work is done the second the video is made live. Then they sit back waiting for those views. Well, that's not necessarily the case. So today I'm here with Anthony Ambrez, who is a YouTube growth and content strategist whose work's been featured in the Huffington Post, the Mashable, Time, MTV, Daily Mail. Man, this guy has helped companies raise over $22 million and 600 million views. So clearly Anthony knows what is up with YouTube. Anthony, thank you for making the time to be with us. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, I, I'm excited to be here. This is going to be a very special episode because, well, clearly you've worked something out on YouTube, which is one thing we all want to know how to do. How do I make my channel pop? Where do we begin? First things first, I would say, like once you have you know, your content, like you have your voice down, you have your content, you're working on it, you, you've got that part done, and then your optimization is, is key, and, and, you're, and you've done everything you can do to really get out there on YouTube and get the exposure that YouTube wants to give you. After that, you sort of have to go outside of YouTube. Oh, okay. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. So we're basically assuming at this stage that you know about thumbnails, you know about titles, you know about descriptions. You've done everything you can to optimize yourself on YouTube. Are you saying the work is not done at this stage? Yes, I'm definitely saying that because oftentimes what I see is like everyone's putting all their blood, sweat, and tears into, into producing this amazing video. They put it out there. It's optimized, has the right keywords, everything, the beautiful thumbnail, and then they just sit. They just put it out there and they just sit back and try to, you know, rake in the views. But, but then that's, that's it. Like there's so much more to do afterwards. Okay. Um, well, you've opened up this door. <laughs> Guess what? We're going through this. Okay. So let's start. So I've done my thing. Where do I begin off YouTube platform? All right. So the first thing I would say, and I would say like one of the biggest sort of distribution plans or strategies that people need to, or creators need to focus on is creating that email list is having emails. Um, yeah. How do we build, how do we build this list? That's just as easy as let's say, like for your channel, you're, you do a lot of like tech um, mm -hmm. type of content, right? And yep. so if you were to create a guide of like, here's my favorite tech, my top 10 choices for, for Father's Day or for, or for whatever holiday we're going into for, for Christmas, um, you just create this like list and, you're just like, and you say, here's, here's my list. I want to give it to you for free after watching the video, right? Like you sort of want to entice them at the beginning of the video saying like, you know, I'm going to go over the, this tech. Um, but at the end, I have something special for you. And so right there, you've, you've given the viewer a promise 
to like sort of wait out till the end. So they're more geared to like watching your whole video um, mm -hmm. for the for the big reveal. And the big reveal is that you have a list that they can download, a guide, a checklist, whatever it is. Um, and then they just have to opt in with their email and then you give them the guide. Now, I know this might sound complicated because now we're dealing with like landing pages and right. opt-in forms and all those things. Um, but it, it can be easily set up. Um, even the guide itself, like if somebody's using a Mac, they can use pages or Keynote, or if they're using PC, use PowerPoint or Word. And it's just creating something like really simple, um, exporting as a PDF, uploading it to something like Google Drive or Dropbox, mm -hmm. and then going to a platform like MailChimp, that MailChimp lets you set up landing pages and then set up your, your hosting for your emails and all that stuff. And then you just set up that link, people put in their email, and then you can send them the guide that they wanted to download um, and, go, and go from there. Okay, so it's actually, I mean, the steps are not so complicated once you break it down. So we have a link in the description or you kind of, you call it out in your video, you take them to what you refer to as a landing page, which essentially is just a one pager saying, hey, I'd love to send you this guide. I need your email address so I know where to send it to. So that's kind of the, the definition of the landing page. And of course, you can get more complicated as you grow by having pixels and remarketing techniques, but that's a conversation for another yeah. time. Right, let's start at the, at the basics. So now I'm asking for an email address. So behind that, you run MailChimp. MailChimp gets the email address, sends them automatically the, the, the guide, everybody's happy. So now MailChimp has sent out this email, it's got the attached PDF and the link to download. What do I do with now that I've kind of gathered these hundreds and if not thousands, hopefully, email addresses? Yeah, so, so now it's just sending out a welcome email to let them know that they're now part of like sort of like this newsletter of sorts and, and then provide value right right off the bat like give them something else after that like like share with them another great like really helpful tip that they can use and then and then after that you start to get into this flow of like once a week when when you have like let's say you're doing just one video a week and once a week you share that video with them as soon as you publish it um, and so right away, now you have like a locked in audience from your email subscribers that know you have a new video out on your YouTube channel. And so then they just start to watch it. Um, and so you already brought in an audience to YouTube, which is now you're starting, like if we're getting really complicated or very intense here, now you're starting the session watch time off of your video on your channel because you've led them from an email, uh, which oh, then looks good for you. Absolutely. I love that. And, and, and essentially, you're in charge of your own notifications, if you think about it. Because now we know notifications are a bit weird and wonderful to say the <laughs> least, uh, at the moment. But this way, I get to push a button. I get to notify my audience. So this is absolutely superb. And then just as a pro tip here, that what do you think of an idea of having maybe an unlisted video that's not available to the public, but as your first welcome email, maybe it's an additional three tips that the general public doesn't get to share. Oh yeah, I think that'd be wonderful. That Everyone wants to feel like they're in the VIP section. And so yes. like that exclusivity and, and, and treating your viewer like that, uh, I think that's, that's fantastic. Okay, boom.
All right. So I'm building my email list. I'm in charge of my own notification. And um, of course, you've got to comply with the whole opt out. You, you, right. you want to play fair because yes. it's your brand at the end of the day. It's your name on these yeah. things. You do all of that. Does MailChimp handle your unsubscribes and all of those? Uh, yes. So they'll, they'll put all the legalese and all that stuff and handle for people to opt out and do all those things. So you don't have to worry too much about that. Okay, fantastic. So I've now sent them a weekly, kind of every time I put a video out, maybe if I put out three or four times a week a video, do you think maybe one email as a digest will be good enough at the end of the week? Or should I give them one email per video that goes out? I would say doing a digest is a lot better, but having it highlight maybe your best video, the one that you really yes. want people to pay attention to, and then just making a little note of like, you know, there's other videos that they can watch as well. What else do we do with this mailing list? Okay, so with this mailing list, I mean, in the end, that's up, up to you what you wanna do with it. Like you can, you can um, I think one of the biggest ones that I like to do with, with the email list, besides offering like, you know, courses and things of that nature, mm -hmm. I would say, let, let's say um, you have a very like, like you wanna do like a big premiere for one of your videos, right? Um, and, you're, and you're getting that set up, or you wanna go live on your channel, um, and you know, when you go live on your channel, like that's only going out to your subscribers on, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So you can now use this email list as a way to sort of do like a live launch is what I like to call it. And so you, you sort of set it up to where you send out an email and you say like, Hey, in a week, I'm about to go live at this date. I'm going to do a really cool video. And then, and this is where you might run into, like, you're going to send out a couple of emails to do this because you want to keep reminding people that you're going to go right. live on YouTube. And so you do sort of like a, a, what I would say, like an email campaign. And mm -hmm. so you can set it up to, depends on how advanced or, or technical you want to get. You can do five emails. You can do three emails. Um, I usually say, like if you're just starting out for the first time, maybe just do three emails, one at the very beginning to announce it, one the day before, and one the day of. Um, and all these emails are doing is they're just announcing you're about to go live and do like a like share a really awesome training or an awesome unboxing or whatever, you know, type of mm -hmm. content you're doing. And could you involve the community at this stage? Like maybe ask for any questions and maybe kind of feature some of these questions on your channel? Oh, well, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think one big factor about going live is that you want to involve the community and say like, I'm going to answer the questions that you ask on this live stream as well. I have like this, I have this topic I want to address, but at the same time, we're going to have a section for Q and a, and we're just going to have a party. It's going to be fun. Um, if you want to like get, go a little above and beyond, you can, you can do like a giveaway on that live stream, whether it be yeah. a discount code to something or, you know, or if you have merch, you know, give away mm -hmm. some of your merch. Okay, perfect. And then even if you don't go live, because you know, a lot of people are still scared of doing that live stream, um, maybe use this as a way to kind of gather questions from your audience so that you can feature them in a video, maybe not a live video, but you can say, hey, so-and-so asked this question, which is a great question, let me address it, and make maybe a ask me anything kind of video. But again, it's about making your community feel special and in the VIP section. Okay, absolutely dig that. And one thing I would say too, like oftentimes when people like oftentimes when creators are thinking about like collaborating, um, you can collaborate with your viewers. Like, and that's, and that is a good example of a way to collaborate with your viewers. They're, they're the ones offering you content to share um, on, in your videos. So. Okay. A superb approach. Collaborate with your viewers. That is beautiful. Cause we normally, we think collab means other creators. 
That's kind of the first thing that comes to mind. But people don't think that your viewer is actually a great, great source of information. And they're your your fans, and they're the ones going to keep coming back again and again, especially if you feature them. That is just a hot nugget right there. Love it. Anything else on the email list, or are we moving on to tip number two? Let's go. Let's go to the second one. So the second one I would say is Facebook groups. Um, now I'm sure a lot of you out there are probably members of Facebook groups. I think Facebook brought out a stat saying that like a billion people a month are in like actively in Facebook groups. That's like one of their biggest thing. Um, and Facebook groups are just a fantastic way to get your viewers to really form that community and, and really build like build it around the topic that you all love, or you can build it around, you know, your own personality, right? Your own brand. Okay. So let's, let's unpack that a little bit. So yeah. are you saying start your own Facebook group or are you saying join Facebook groups and have discussions there? I would say do both, but definitely start your own Facebook group. <laughs> All right. So, so do you think that, because um, I'm, th- I'm thinking kind of broad, uh, broadly, not everyone's okay. going to have a niche where, um, where, they need, where they can start a Facebook group where they'll actually get members. Or maybe, maybe that's more of a fear, I suppose. Like if I start a knitting Facebook group, who's going to join that? Well, maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe if people are watching my knitting videos, why wouldn't they want to then talk to me on a Facebook group? Facebook groups, what's great about that is that if you get viewers from you from your YouTube channel, from your videos over to a Facebook group, now you get to see who they actually are. You get to see their actual names. They get, you get to see their actual profiles. You get to really right. understand and know your audience. And then there, a lot of that that community starts to build. And, and again, you can you can get them to start helping you and collaborating, interacting with your content, helping you um, create new content. Um, and, and doing a Facebook group also helps you collect emails too, because you can always set up a question of like, what's your email? I want to send you something. You also mentioned being part of other groups. Yes. The problem I see in a lot of these Facebook groups is that people just spam their <laughs> links to their videos. That's a no, no. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it's, it's, again, it's about providing value, right? Like if, if you really are genuine and you want to help people out when you go into those groups, like start a conversation, be a part of other conversations. I think you, I think you get noticed more when you join in on other conversations and actually help by answering questions that people have. Uh, I've, I've been a part of some groups where the admins never answer any of the questions, but it's just the community really taking over um and and so like that gives an opportunity for you to to sort of be noticed and and when people like see who's answering their questions and who's commenting like most people start to uh, see the profile and yes. so, like you know sort of investigate who this person is and and that way like they'll usually find you know whether it's your own facebook group or your youtube channel um if you're really talking about that on your personal um, profile on Facebook, they'll find it and then and then you'll get a new viewer, a new fan. Okay, so that's also another important tip is make sure that your own personal profile, the one that you're joining the Facebook group with, make sure that that's got very clear links to um, your YouTube channel, very clear links to what you have to offer so people can see it and go, oh, here's another click, go to your channel and then maybe subscribe to that because yeah. they enjoy your content. Okay, yeah, and you, and you can do that really easily right in your bio of your Facebook profile. Um, it actually allows you to link 
out to something. Yes. And so you can link right to your YouTube channel. Um, it only works on desktop, mobile. It doesn't. The link isn't clickable, but you could you have spots for website links that are clickable. And so now this third tip is is one that I am really like like promoting with people right now because YouTube did this great thing where they added a community tab to people's channels. Now the community tab is supposed to act like the Facebook newsfeed in a way, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's, it's so much more and, and I've seen like people use it in so many different ways um, and, it, and it causes a lot of like good engagement from your subscribers and it, it, it could bring in a lot of views as well. And so what you're able to do there is you're able to always promote your video as soon as it comes out. You're able to promote other people's content. Um, you're able to tag those people in, in, in those posts. Uh, you're able to do polls. Um, and, and ask like do like a quick survey uh, and you're able to like post images and, and like share like maybe behind the scenes or just like maybe do like a poll of like you know which thumbnail do you like um, and, and you can also like um, add gifs and, and or gifs depending on what camp you're on. It's gif it's, it's gif it's a g <laughs> that's it that's it there's no discussion it stands for graphics <laughs> I actually, I actually have a, a theory here. Ready? I'm gonna, we're, we're gonna side around real fast. My yeah, yeah. Is, it's a, it's a GIF until you give it to someone, and then it's a GIF. So I mean, so the community tab is fantastic because you can be posting older content um, and get you know new viewers to it again. Like because you gotta remember, subscribers are coming in all the time, and yeah. some of them might not have seen your older content. And so you can, you can do your own throwback Thursdays again, you know, bring, bring the throwback to YouTube. Um, and, and you can really like engage people that way. And, and what's been fun is I've seen um, a lot of amazing creators out there, large creators who are sharing um, some of their audience's own content. Um, and, and I, and I've been able to see that and that's like fantastic. I think that's, that's showing the, the community coming together and helping each other out. And, and one thing too, with the community tab, which, which is fun is that, is that if you upload in the morning, like, and, and, you know, hopefully YouTube's uh, system notification system is working, right? Like the right. <laughs> notification system actually sends it out to people. Um, you can just share that video in your community tab in the afternoon or in the evening, um, or you can share it in two, in two variety, like two variables, right? Like you share it as an right. image or share it as the video itself. It's a 24 hour world that we're living in. Maybe I address my morning community when I upload the video, but then when the rest of the world is waking up, it's a good time to push another one of these things out, giving some more eyeballs on the same video. Or people are at work, they forgot about it, but maybe they get one in the evening and now they, they, they might click on it and watch that video. Um, the one thing you did mention is being able to share other people's videos. Is yes. that not a bad strategy because you're basically taking people away from your channel to another creator? Well, I think, I think it's just showing that you are part of the community, that you are a creator along with, you know, your other friends who are creators. And, and I think it's just a, a great way to highlight other people. And, and that, that always, you know, proves to be, you know, it helps you. Like when you're helping other people, it tends to help you and, and not, not to be selfish, but like it's just what happens. It's a side effect, right? <laughs> <laughs> the next tip that I, that I want to share, and this is a very old school one, but I think it's now long forgotten because everyone is so busy learning about optimization and learning about all this other stuff and thumbnail techniques and all that. 
um, it's it's actually using the communities like other websites, other blogs. Maybe if you have your own blog, um, Medium, which is a great um, blogging platform, Quora, which is more of a community that you know people are asking questions on, um, and then Reddit, subreddits. So there's like a, a world out there. They're still talking about certain topics that you're creating videos on and and they're just writing about it or doing pictures or like, you know, taking pictures about these topics. But you as a video content creator, you have video to show them and that's going to blow their minds. Right. So right. That, there's there's a great community out there to then be able to, you know, publish your own articles with your videos embedded or to reach out to those blogs or those subreddits or or those communities and say, can I offer you my content so you can write about it and, and feature it and have, you know, more, more rich content on your blog besides just text posts and pictures. Oh, okay. So this is a whole other cat of worms here. So, so even though you're a YouTube content creator, that is your center of your universe. Mm. You're saying kind of, let's look beyond that. Let's look at the Google searches. Let's look where people are hanging out and they're hanging out on blogs. They're hanging out on podcasts, they're hanging out in other forums. Well, in the olden days, we used to call them forums. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what they call them these days. But people kind of used to are hanging out there as well. And in which case, you should be tapping into those communities and just drawing attention back to you. Yeah, definitely. And and the thing right. is, like, you can benefit from those communities as well because you know they they have to produce daily content. <laughs> Um, because right. of how Google's algorithm works for, for them. Um, with YouTube, we don't have to worry about that so much anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think like you can you can um, get some information from those those communities and see like oh they've they talked about this topic in this way I've never seen it presented that way. Let me make a video um, right. you know, with that concept as well. And I think this is also a great way to like, let's say you have a, a writer um, or a, you know, an author of, of that blog post, you can create a video around that post saying like where you got the idea from giving them credit. Mm-hmm. And then you can go back to them and say like, Hey, I made a video about your article. Like, would you want to share that along with your article, you know, or, or like, or, nice. or, or highlight it in some way. Oh, okay. That's cool. And, and, and as long as it's aligns with your, with your YouTube content, then that should work beautifully for you and your channel. And it should work beautifully for the blogger because now they're getting additional medium yeah, to, sh- to show their audience. Instead of just an image, now there's actually a video giving them credit. That's amazing. That would, yeah. work, that would work really, really well. Yeah, being a blogger, kind of this is where, where I started. So if someone was going to offer me a video about my own content, why wouldn't I share that? Absolutely. Awesome. Right. I have two more. One, one is given, I mean, we're, we're experiencing it right now, podcasting, right? Like, yep. like be, be a guest. Like, I'm not saying go start a podcast because that's a whole nother world, uh, <laughs> but, but try to be a guest on a podcast. Um, and I think that's a great way to, to bring exposure to what you're doing, what you're creating, your expertise. Um, and so definitely, definitely reach out to, to podcasts and, and see if they, they want to, a guest. <laughs> to well, be on and, and from this side of the microphone, from the host side of the mic, I can tell you that we're constantly looking for new, fresh ideas, new people to chat to. So <laughs> if people have started approaching and say, hey, listen, I've got a new angle on this. Here's what I can offer your audience. 
of course I'm going to take that up as an, as an opportunity. So don't be afraid. So I definitely echo that. Don't be afraid to reach out. Tell them what you can offer them and their audience. Make it appealing, make it easy, and then you'll get a guest slot in, in no time. It's much easier than you think. So um, yeah, definitely second second that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And, and I would say for, for these last that, uh, um, like the blogs and communities and, and, um, and podcasts, I'd say become a listener, become a reader. Don't just, don't just say like, Hey, I want to write for you or I want to share my stuff on your platform and not know anything about that blog or, or appear on the podcast yeah. and not know anything about the podcast. Like that's just, that's just not, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little rude, <laughs> I would say. Uh, but yeah, like actually be a fan. And, and for me, like I, I'm definitely a fan of Tube Talk. Like I, I've listened to, to it since back in the days and I've seen how it's changed ownerships and I love where it's been progressing and it's, it's a great podcast. As you heard before, even on this particular, just this chat that we had, Anthony knew that I have a tech channel, he's done his research. So it was, it's just a much easier conversation for us to have when we're all on the same page as opposed to, so what do you do? <laughs> you know, it just shows that you just didn't take this seriously enough. And then it becomes a very stale kind of conversations. Yeah. So, uh, so, the, so now it's great. So now I have an email list. I've got a Facebook kind of strategy I'm thinking of. I'm going to reach out to um, other communities um, in terms of forums, blogs, um, kind of create my own content, um, and then using my own community tab to promote my stuff, my channel. Will this help me kind of, if I have it, maybe a channel that I haven't been posting for a while, maybe I'm thinking of reviving it. Are, are these strategies good for a dormant channel as well as an active channel, or should this only be done if you're active already? Um, I think this works very well for, for a dormant channel as well, because it's, it's bringing you life to it. Um, because, you know, with YouTube's algorithm and the way they're going to do their notifications, like, you know, when you upload that new video, who knows where it's going to go, right? <laughs> to have any of your subscribers. And so you're going to need to bring that audience from somewhere. Um, and I think these methods help with that. I do have one more. And oh, this we, have a, we have a bonus tip. Yeah. This one requires a lot of courage though, because this requires you to meet with people in real life. And this is do meetups, hold an event. And, and it doesn't have to be like a big conference workshop type of thing. It just can be a hangout event where you bring in like-minded creators or, or fans to a location and you just hang out, get to know each other, maybe have a topic or a presentation. But I think doing an in-person meetup um, really builds, um, you know, even greater fans and, and, and builds friendships um, and really builds community outside just of YouTube. I, I fully support meetups, fully support going to those events. It costs money, but wow, is that, does it pay you back in bucket loads? Nothing better than a handshake. That's all I can say. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. And, and if you're hosting your own meetups, like that's, you, you're collecting emails again. So <laughs> oh, just yet to throw that last, I mean, last one in, we have another email gathering technique. So, I mean, yeah. fill that email bucket with at any opportunity that you can, because that is still the one application that we check every single day. I mean, no matter which social media we're on and what we love and what we hate, guess what? email is still the thing that's required every single day. So yeah. I, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's beautiful. Okay. So I'm assuming we've used up all your bonus tips now. 
since you've yes. done us so much more than we were we expecting. <laughs> um, so tell me, what have you got going on if people want to get a hold of you, if people want to learn more, what's happening in your life? Yeah, so I'm, I'm going out from behind the curtain, uh, from oh. behind the scenes of working with so many different channels and influencers and entrepreneurs, and I've finally created my own channel. And so I, I say, everyone go check it out. It's called Video Creator Secrets. And, uh, and yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm experiencing it from the other side now as, as a creator myself. Yeah, and it's amazing how, how many content strategists and YouTube strategists are taking that step. It's easy to do it kind of to help a client out because you can instantly see what's right, what's wrong. But when you do it for yourself, you're so overthink these things that it takes <laughs> you forever to push that button. So well done. I'm glad that you kind of, you're doing it. Um, of course, guys, everything will be in the show notes. So in case you missed any of those links, I'll have them all, all in here. Uh, Anthony, thank you for spending some time with us, sharing this insane amount of information. If you just do one of these, you're going to be so much better than just simply relying on YouTube, simply relying on notification. Your work is not complete once you push the upload button. Anthony, thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you. And for the rest of you, please do me one favor. Don't forget to leave a review for this podcast. It really helps us a lot. And we all know of at least one other person who's really struggling to get that YouTube channel out there. Share this link with them. Share this podcast episode with them. At the end of the day, we're one happy community of creators. Let's help each other out. Pay it forward. I'll catch you guys on the next episode of Tube Talk. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Tube Talk brought to you by vidIQ. Head over to vidIQ.com slash Tube Talk for today's show notes and previous episodes. Enjoy the rest of your video making day.